Hello and welcome to another weekly podcast from ISIS. Uh, my name is Isabel Saga. I'm the managing editor of the team. I'm here with Ben Samuel, uh, deputy editor of our Gas Report. Hello, Ben. Hello. And Jamie Stewart, editor of our Power Report. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Big things happening in the power market this week. Uh, I understand that companies narrowly dodged fines of up to £3,000 as wind dropped unexpectedly at the same time as power plants came offline and National Grid had issued um, a system warning. Jamie, could you tell us a bit more? That's right. Well, yes, we're talking about the UK power market here. It was really the first time that um, any of Europe's markets had been tested this this winter. Now, it was, it was a situation that was building up, say, 48 hours in advance. We lost a, a number of coal-fired power plants in the UK uh, one after the other. This coincided with a, a, a day of very low wind power generation. Um, it was really one thing after another that led National Grid to have to issue what's called a, a system warning. Now it's their first system warning, I believe, since uh, 2012. Um, it's quite unusual, but not that unusual in that prior to 2012, it, it, I think we had four or five within, within one winter. So what's happened is that over time, since 2012, the system has started to tighten as we've lost power plants longer term, they've been uh, becoming far less economic, they've had to close their doors. So it was a long running situation that really came to a head because we had these short term plants going offline. National Grid saw this coming, have to issue a warning um, four or five hours in advance of, of what you would call the, the crunch point. And how did this tie in with um, the new regulation of, uh, of balancing fines, really? Well, it's, um, it was either a, a very far-sighted piece of planning on the part of the, the power market authorities or incredibly lucky. What happened is that um, it's been years in the planning, this uh, reform of the balancing market that will lead to, to very large fines for, for companies who are imbalanced. That means that, that either they're um, short of the amount of power that they're contracted to supply or they may be long. Um, the fines which were actually introduced um, on Thursday, the day after we saw these these price spikes. So that's really how, how the two things tie in together. I think what happened on Wednesday when we saw the, the system warning and the price spikes, it, it really it should bring to the market's attention the fact that this can happen. And now, 24 hours later, balancing market reform is introduced. It's £3,000 per megawatt hour fines become live in situations where the grid has to use specific tools to balance the system. So it's really a it's a warning for, for market participants. Do we expect them to change behaviour in any way on the back of this? Um, that's that's the intention. It's certainly the intention of, of um, the company called uh, Alexon, which is the, the balancing, uh, a balancing services provider, um, and of the regulator Ofgem, that companies should, the onus should be on the, the participants in the market to ensure that they're portfolios are balanced when we get to to real time. If not, the, the fines, I say fines, it's more the, the charges, the imbalance charges are now far sharper than they would have been previously. So people need to, to trade more closer to real time, intraday, um, buying and selling um, in the, the two, three hours before delivery than they previously were. 
And uh, how likely, I mean, is this going to become sort of more likely to occur going forward in the future? We hear quite a lot in the sort of mainstream media about um, uh, how a lot of capacity is coming offline in the UK. There might be a bit of a deficit. So, you know, is, is this likely to happen again? Um, it's a very good question. It's always the, the fact that the one thing you can be sure of in energy markets is that you can't be, be sure of anything. Um, the fact that demand on this particular day on Wednesday was relatively low, it was a mild November's day, possibly serves as a warning that, that yes, we will we will see this again. We also have to bear in mind that wind power was, was very low. These things, they coincided with one another. Um, the plants that we lost. I would say it's likely that it, it could happen one or two times again this winter and again looking ahead next winter possibly one or two times because we lose more plants between now and then. It's more likely to happen this winter and next winter than it was last winter or the winter before. What about liquidity on the intraday markets if uh, what this regulation is supposed to do is to make people trade and balance more on that market? do we think that there are enough counterparties around there for them to be able to do that easily? Um, it's probably going to be a, a bonus for exchanges in that um, the exchanges tend to, to attract um, the, the intraday trade because of the, the kind of, of products that they offer. Um, we know that, that there, there has been an increase in intraday liquidity um, over the past the past year or so which is very much tied to the unpredictability of renewable energy we now have more renewables on the system so I, I think that there being adequate counterparties to trade with I don't think that that would necessarily be a problem it's really just companies having having the will and the know-how I think to, to get out there and to actually do it and to to be able to balance their books, to have the adequate forecasting tools available to them to do this. Then how has this affected the gas market? Well, <laughs> the, the, the short answer is actually not, not as much as, as you might think. Uh, kind of, it, th- There was a particular period where um, the gas-fired generation had to really step up, so that was um, for a couple of hours on, on, on Wednesday evening. Um, we CCGT generation was producing about well, kind of over ninety percent of capacity, so it's quite significant. Um, and, and gas was accounting for well more than forty percent of, of total electricity produced in Britain. Um, but on the other hand, so obviously this this kind of did lift um, you know demand in Britain, but it's actually quite warm at the moment. You might not think that to go outside, but uh, in, in relative terms, it's actually fairly warm. So there's not that much gas being used for heating in the UK at the moment. And so as a result, that, that kind of offset the impact of having to, to burn all this gas to produce power. And so prices have actually been fairly weak the last couple of days. Um, kind of looking forward, you know, if, if we sort of, you know, these problems with the coal plants don't get resolved soon and, and you know, we still need to use a lot of gas to power and then, you know, perhaps if it gets a bit colder and people sort of turn up the central heating a bit, then we might see a bit of a price impact there in the gas market. But at the moment, um, it, you know, it's been pretty uh, resilient to, to the shock from this. Uh, ben, we, we often hear as we, we come into winter um, stories about the amount of gas that the UK or any other country, for, for that matter, has, has in storage. How is 
the UK shaping up this winter in terms of, of storage stocks? Um, well, I suppose it's all relative. I mean, we, we've got less than last year, but then last year was particularly full. Um, we, we've got a bit of capacity um, offline at, at the largest site in Britain, which is called Rough. Um, but, you know, we're, we're fairly full in Britain, kind of, if, you know, kind of historically. So if you look back sort of two or three years ago, we probably got a bit more gas in store uh, now than we do then, a bit less than last year, as I say. Um, sort of looking a bit more broadly around Europe, you know, the, the sites are relatively full. There's, there's a couple of sort of caveats to make here. One is that, um, you know, as we all know, production in the Netherlands is going to be limited a bit from, from their largest field. Um, and you know there's potentially some other supply issues elsewhere but but that said you know storage is relatively full um, everybody's expecting more LNG to come in this winter and, and indeed that has been the case so far um, so kind of you, you know we're, we're looking pretty good um, it all obviously depends on the weather you know if we get a, a month or two of cold weather we'll, we'll probably be fine um, if we get sort of three four months of sustained very low temperatures throughout Europe then, then maybe we'll see some shortages um, but kind of so far so good um, in terms of uh, the winter storage um, thank you very much. We will obviously be continuing to monitor these events, both gas stocks, uh, what's happening with uh, balancing uh, in the UK power market. Please visit our website, isis.com. Many thanks. Bye.